Good evening, everybody, on this beautiful, beautiful Monday. You're here with me, Inga Stoffels. And you're here with me, Zoe George. And we are here on this Monday. We'll be with you guys for the next hour on 7 to 9 a.m. Mm, you know we love Mondays, and we love being here with mm. you. Right, and this is also a special Monday. This is the first Monday of the month of March. We just yes. came out of a literally perfect month. month. It was yes. four weeks, starting on a Sunday, ending on a Sunday, it just starting on a Monday. Oh, <laughs> it started on a Monday. Oh. Yes. So That's February the first oh, was on yeah. a Monday, and then the last day oh, of the yes. month was on a Sunday. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's the perfection. perfect month. Perfect. I was thinking we were in a leap year or something. I don't know what <laughs> I was thinking, but yeah, that's so exciting. Let's. We have some exciting news for you as well, guys. Mm. And for those of you that have been listening for the past few weeks, now you know we've been looking for our third presenter. Mm-hmm. Right. We've been looking for that voice to fill this gap. Mm-hmm. And Zoe has some exciting news for you guys. Yes, you guys. Thank you to all of you guys who participated in our competition by sending in voice notes, telling us why you would want to be on the show. You guys had great reasonings. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, we couldn't have all of you guys on because 180 degrees can be divided into a triangle. And I'm just going to start talking math. And you did <laughs> not tune in to listen to me talk about math. So I'm just going to announce who we've decided to bring on. Literally. It's Amarain Bass. We played her voice last week. Yes, yes. We played a couple of voices yes. last week and hers was one of them and mm-hmm. she will be joining us on the 1st of April. April. Yes, she'll just be doing some of the, you know, she'll be learning about radio before she comes on. Mm-hmm. And then when she's ready, which will be by the 1st of April, you guys will be joining us with her and we'll introduce you guys to her. Yes. She's a lot of fun. You guys are going to love her so much. Cape Town. Cape Town. Cape Town? Cape Town. Cape Town. What's down in Cape Town? Cape Town! Welcome back to the What's Down in Cape Town section of the show. Yeah, now, yeah. we are so excited for this week's What's Down in Cape Town. I have quite a few things that I actually want to do and one I have already done. So I'm excited about that. Okay, so the first one is you can paint pottery at the Clay Cafe in Hout Bay. Now, this place was founded in 1999, and this popular ceramic painting venue, restaurant, and kids' playground is a favorite amongst grown-ups and kids seeking a splash of creativity. Once seated, your friendly server will explain the drill, after which you will be invited onto two beast rooms to choose your unfired ceramics, paints, brushes, tools, etc. Oh, that sounds amazing. It is. I actually almost went to do this once. I I had to pull out Almost? last minute. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to pull out last minute. If, but everyone who went looked like they had so much fun. You had FOMO. I had so <laughs> much FOMO because it's so cool. Like, you make, like, your own, like, cups and, you know, ceramics. Mm, and yeah. You can use the stuff in your everyday life. So if you guys want to do this, because it's it's very safe, actually. Like, I know a lot of people are often afraid of going down, but this place has a lot of COVID precautions. Like, they mm. check your temperature on arrival. You have to wear a mask or you will not be allowed inside. Then you have to use their hand sanitizer. The cafe is open from Monday to Sunday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. And the cost is 40 rand per studio per person, and it includes several facilities. You can find this place at 177 Main Road in Hout. Bay. The next one is you can watch a movie at the Galileo Open Air Cinema. This is one Ooh, I also want to do. I've done that. I want to, but like I need to get my license. <laughs> <laughs> it is so nice. It really? is really so nice. Oh that was actually one of the first dates myself and my husband went Aww. on. 
That's so mm-hmm. sweet. I, I know couples go there a lot. I've seen so many on my timeline doing that and they look like I they're was, having the time of their life. I was going to say, when you said, I need to first get my license, I thought you were going to say something else. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I've tried to make plans with my friends, but it never works out because none of us have licenses. <laughs> so this open air cinema is an outdoor cinema that you can attend if you have a car. <laughs> COVID precautions will include you will get a ticket that's scanned through a closed car window. All the staff will be wearing masks and they will be using hand sanitizer frequently. You can only leave your car to go to the toilet, bear in mind. And please wear your mask if you do do so. Portable toilets will be... Uh-huh. Dis- if you do do so. <laughs> if you do do. <laughs> <laughs> Portable toilets will be disinfected after each use. And it is good to note that a maximum of six people may be allowed in the car. So if you want to bring some eighth person, you might have to just bring another car. Visit this site if you want to break down of the costs, as there are a variety of different things you will have to consider. But bear in mind that the open air cinema is open from Wednesday to Thursday and screening takes place between. Well, you have to get there for quarter past five, but the actual screening starts at 615 you can visit their website or Facebook page to find out which movie they are showing this week as they change it regularly. Then the last one is you get to visit the Cape Garden Center to drink coffee and shop for plants. I've been here. It's pretty lit. The Cape Garden Center is a family-run nursery in Stellenbosch that sells an array of plants and homemade pots, water features, as well as other garden decorations. They follow standard COVID precautions and are open from Monday to Friday from 9.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. So if you guys are interested interested in any of these things these events <laughs> these things you'd like to do no, in english because she is just mm. so excited because we are on I, level one bruh i'm like running out of english bundles guys <laughs> i don't even speak another language <laughs> i'm just gonna have to stop talking zoe on 180 degrees you know that on 180 degrees we love stories of hope and this monday for our monday motivation we are joined by a dynamic man of God, Mr. Robin Weber, who will be sharing a little bit about his testimony and what God has done is in his life. Oh, look how excited I am. I can't even English. <laughs> Good evening, Robin. Evening, Inga. Evening, evening, Zoe. Good evening. How are you doing? We're doing good, thanks. And you? Good, good, good. I'm good. I'm really good, thanks. Awesome. We're excited to have you tonight <laughs> and just to, you know, speak a little bit about what God has done in your life. So can amen, you tell amen. can you tell us and the listeners a little bit about your testimony? Okay. Greetings, everybody, all the listeners um, of the station. I greet you all in the wonderful name of Jesus. Um, this is a, really a, a privilege for me just to share very quickly about uh, my testimony on this platform. Mm. Um, yeah, so me, I was, I was, uh, you know, I was a drug addict for for 13 years. I grew up without my biological father in my life, and we know, we've heard the story many times of of absent fathers in, in young men's lives, and you know, yes. um, wrong turns. Young men take these wrong turns because of that that absentness of of a, of, a, of, a, of a biological father, and you know. I was one of them, you know, uh, looking for my identity in all the wrong places, mm. being at the wrong place at the wrong time. Um, you know, one day just coming home from primary school, I remember that that's where it all started. Coming home from primary school, I just saw the cigarette burning in the in the, in the alleyway, and I just picked up the cigarette in the alleyway and just uh, you know smoked smoked the cigarette, and that was uh, I think mm. it was standard five, grade seven. Sure. 
And, you know, from there, it all started spiraling. It, then it went to Taha, after Taha, it went to rocks, after rocks, it went to Mandrax, after Mandrax, it went to ecstasy, after ecstasy, it went to meth, and then it was everything at once. And so I was a full-blown drug addict, you know, for, for 13 years. It eventually got involved in um, in transporting drugs mm-hmm. from Seapoint to Mitchell's Plain to different gangs and things like that. And uh, that was going on for three years, you know, just transporting the drugs, um, into Mitchell's plane, and uh, it eventually ended up in a in a place in a space where where all the doors were closing for me. You know, I had uh, my, my who is my wife now. She was my girlfriend at the time. She, uh, you know, my relationship there was 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 on was on the edge. I was mm-hmm. out of out of the house, living on the street again, and um, you know, all the doors just began to close. Even the drug houses didn't want me there anymore sure. because you know because it was. It was like, uh, you know, my it was a hit on my head. And uh, the guy that I was selling drugs for, transporting drugs for, actually, the, he got shot 10 times. And, um, you know, they were actually looking for me now because uh, they wanted to know who is the guy that was driving the drugs into into, into Mitchell's plane. So the police was after me. The gangs were after me. I was out of the house, broken. You know, yeah. I remember one night being five days awake on drugs. And the the, the the early hours of the morning, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, I was just roaming the streets of Mitchell's Plain, not knowing where to go and what to do. And I just felt, you know, this worthlessness, and just this, like, hopelessness mm. that was, you know, in me and on me. And uh, I remember just the next day, you know, going through the whole night, I slept at the back of, no, that night I slept at the back of a church, yeah. And then the next morning came, and this is, this is, this is where it all started. The next morning came, and uh, uh, it was a Wednesday, and I just heard this voice, you know, just saying to me, just, you need to get your grandmother out. And my grandmother was actually born again, you know, and um, yes. me, I, I wasn't interested in, in, in Jesus or church or anything like that. Mm. In fact, I would curse people that would, would, would speak about church things in my environment, in my in my sphere of influence. If you spoke about God and things like that, I would probably curse you and, you know, say the... Say the rudest words that somebody because can say, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but yeah, you know. And then uh, this voice came to me and said, "Look, get to that house." And, mm. and I just made it to I made it to a house. And I remember it was like 35 degrees outside. Now you must know you're dragging for five days. You didn't sleep for five days. My body yeah. was basically uh, basically you know my my body was eating on itself because yes. I, I used to be as as thin as a as a matchstick, you know, because of the drugs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I made it to a house, and I, I remember just knocking on the front door, and she came running to the front door, and uh, she opened up the door. I went to the bathroom, just washed my face with water quickly because I thought I was just, like, in a pass out. Yes. And uh, I was going to, like, you know, just, just, just conk out there. And I came into the kitchen, and, and this is my word. I'll never forget the, the words that I said to her. I said, <laughs> I said to her, Mom, let me try this Jesus that you speak about. Yeah. I've tried. I've tried everything now. I've tried being a rasta, a gangster. I was with a woman. I've been smuggling drugs. Been in the nightclubs. Been all over. I've tried all these underground cultures, dark lifestyles. Mm. I've touched base here and touched base there. All these underground things. But let me try this, this 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 Jesus that you've been speaking about. And she and you know it's almost like she was so excited and she knew. That yes. this day would come, yes. you know, because if I trace back now, I can see all the times that I should have been dead. Mm. 
mm. you know, in that drug life and that it was actually praise that kept me alive. But I can't go into all those testimonies right now because of time. But I, I prayed a prayer of salvation in a, in a, in a kitchen that day. Mm. And I remember opening my eyes after that prayer and just feeling completely sober. And this is, and this sure. is after five days of doing hard drugs, just complete soberness came on me after I just opened my eyes and I was like, wow, you know, the Lord really touched me yes. on that day. Yes. He touched me. I, I had this encounter, you know, with, with, with life, with, with, with a life giver. Mm. And, you know, it was like a breath of fresh air, you know, my eyes, like, like, you know, the, what the Bible speaks about, the scales being removed from my eyes. And I remember mm. just being able to see, you know, just to see the light, to see life again, to have that second chance again. Yes. Mm. And, you know, and from there, it just, it just, just keep, just kept going forward. You know, God opened up a door for me because I knew I needed to still, I still needed extra, extra help because, mm. um, yeah, I needed some extra attention there, so we, we looked for a place, and, and I found a place in Easterville called Team Challenge. And uh, I booked myself into Team Challenge because my, my, my thoughts were, look, I need to hear the voice of God, hmm. because I, I knew I experienced something on this day, but I, I knew I wanted to hear His voice. Hmm. You see, now, now you're going to need to speak to me, because if I can hear you, I'm going to do what you say. You know, that was my promise that I yes. made. And, and I went to Team Challenge. You know, Pastor Nundu is my pastor now. Mm. Dr. Nundu, Pastor Erika, um, who is actually overseeing Team Challenge Africa. So, so I booked myself into Team Challenge, and that's where, you know, just got that further discipleship and, and extra help. And the church came along, and the families then came along around me just to, just to help me over that sensitive time of, of, of addiction. Yes. And, uh, yeah, and so, you know, I'm standing today. I'm going on now for, for my 10th year clean. Wow. I'm married. I'm married now for six years, actually sure. married. And, you know, I've been, I've been to like 13 nations over the last five years. I've got wow. the, I've had the privilege of traveling, you know, just to preach the gospel all over. And, mm. and, uh, yeah, God has been faithful, eh? God yes. has been really faithful. Yeah. He's been good. And, sure. yeah. That's absolutely amazing. Like for all those people who think, you know, yeah. I'm in an impossible situation right now. And just looking yeah. at from then, as explained now, you know, the entire, the five days, everything that happened. And then in a moment, in an yeah. instant, in an it instant, was like, yes. yeah, God just touched you. And look where you at now. Once you tried that mm. Jesus thing. Yeah. You just yeah. tried it. <laughs> I would like to ask you if you could... Tell us what you can take out of the process of coming out of drug addiction or the transition out of that, if you could. Can you you repeat it? I didn't hear what you said now. I would like to ask if you could, um, what you can take out of the process of coming out of drug addiction. The process. Well, there's so much you can take out of the process, right, uh, of coming out of addiction. Because when you're in addiction, there's, there's a whole lot of habits. And a whole lot of, a lot of, um, you know, character traits that you pick up being an addict, going through addiction, mm-hmm. being trapped in a substance, you pick up all the wrong behaviors. Mm-hmm. So when you're coming out, you have to, you have to undo many things that you've picked up on the streets. So, so the process is not an easy process. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you have to change the way you speak. You have to change what you're watching. You have to change what you've been listening to. Mm-hmm. You have to change the way you walk. You have to change your circle of, 
of friends, you have to change. So, so the process of change is not always an a easy process, even, even handling money, you know, because in the beginning, when you, when you, when you have money, money mm-hmm. can also be sort of like a temptation and you've got nothing to do. And then, you know, the enemy, the devil will come and he will say, hey, you've got money, you can get away very quickly, go this way, go that way, go buy you another fix. So, so the, the process is not an easy process. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, if you go through the process and you have the right support around you, and you and and you keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you can only grow. You only you can only grow through the process. But for me, it's like it's, it's about it's about complete surrender. Yes, yeah. you yes. have to surrender your life to Jesus. You know you have to keep your eyes on Jesus, because they, I believe personally there is no other way. You know, and I like like with me, I don't even I don't I know for a fact I don't have a secret chance. There's no way I can go back. To that old life and and, and 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 have another chance. You know, there's some people that can that have these second chances. They can go back, but like for me personally, I know there's no second chances for me mm. because anything back there is death for me. So I have to keep my eyes fixed on Jesus. So the process, I would say, the process is it's a tough process, but it's also a good process. You know, yes. through those those hard times, you can only become stronger in in every area of your life. So so yeah, it is a journey. Eh? It's a journey. Sure. And, yes. and like from what, just listening from what you spoke about, it's important then what you, what you're taking in, like, you know, what you're watching, as you mm-hmm. said, who you're listening yeah. to, your crowd, what is mm. going in, because that it also forms part of your process. And, yes, um, 100%. Yes. Um, do you have any warning signs that, okay, if someone was worried that someone in their family might be suffering from drug, drug addiction, are there any, you know, warning signs that we can see before the time? Yeah, okay, warning signs, I would say, you know, when, you're, when your child, maybe if he begins to isolate himself, yeah. he begins to separate himself from from going to family gatherings, meetings, you also you have to look out for what time at night he's sleeping, what mm. time at night he's coming in. Mm. So those are all signs that, um, you know, that you can look out for, especially... Um, yeah, I would say when you're using like uh, like crystal meth things like that, those things, drugs like that, is, uh, it keeps you keeps you awake. So you you easily be able to determine, you know, if, you're, if he's on drugs, depending if he's at awake two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning every night. <laughs> so you 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 he's begin to you know begin to see it over there, and then um, yeah, just just behavior be very short tempered. He can be very short tempered, very edgy. Things like that, you know, around you. If things start to go missing in the home, then you, then you, that's, that's all telltale signs that, you know, there could be a problem, yeah. I would also like to ask if you feel that the youth today are more likely to develop addiction problems. And if you do feel so, or if you don't, can you um, explain why you think such? Sure. That, that's a, it's a tough question because I can, I would like to speak faith into that situation and say no. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, look, if you look around, if you look at the social media, if you look yeah. at all the things going on around you, it's so easy to, for peer pressure to creep into, to a young person's life to want to be accepted. You know, somebody maybe has a school status on and I also want that cool status and, and maybe you don't get enough attention like person and mm. you begin to look at yourself and feel less of a, of a person. So there's a lot mm. of things in, in today's life that the youth could be sucked into a peer pressure situation, even with the, with the coronavirus going yeah. on now, you know, and things like that. So I would say if, 
if if it should be, then 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 it would be directly linked more to more to peer pressure, rejection, mm-hmm. yes. and um, you know uh, not being accepted. You know things like that that could um, that could make the youth you know you know uh, go into 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 substance. But we we pray that you know more people will come to Jesus. Yes. And, yeah. Yes. Amen. Amen. Robin, so for all the listeners out there home um, and those that are looking, because, you know, just listening to your testimony tonight and listening from where you were, where you started, how it started with just that cigarette in the alleyway Mm. and how it built and how it just blew out of proportion. Do you have any advice for someone who feels like they are, they have nowhere else to go? They don't know they're in an impossible situation right now and they are listening right now. Do you have any piece of advice that you would like to give them or encouragement? I can, what I can say is something that, that what, what drugs done to me in my time of addiction was drugs allowed me to isolate myself and it made me believe that nobody cares, mm-hmm. nobody loves me, nobody, nobody, you know, I'm just a worth, worthless human being there is. That is what I believe. And because I'm worthless, I might as well be more worthless mm. and just break everybody's, you know, happiness, steal their happiness. And so if you're in a situation where, where things are, are, are not going well right now, I want to encourage you and say to you, there are people that love you. You mm. know, the devil will lie to you and tell you that you are hopeless and worthless, but there are actually people around you that do care about you. And so, you know, the first thing that I would suggest you to do is, is to really come forward and admit that you have a problem. You know, mm-hmm. that's the first step to recovery. It is to it is to admit, is to look at yourself and look at your life and look in the mirror and admit, look, I have a problem. And the problem is not my mother. The problem is not my absent father. The problem is not this and the problem is not that. The problem is me. Mm-hmm. I made a wrong decision. I made a wrong choice. And it's time for me to own up for the decision that I've made, you know, because at the end of the day, you're only destroying yourself. Everybody else's life will go on, mm. you know, but your life will be put on hold. So I want to encourage you just to just to step out, be bold, and be brave. There are people around you that do care about you. There is someone that's around and in your life that you know they really care about you and they really love you, and it's time for you to just open up, I would say, and speak about it and come forward and speak about it. That is your first step. Your recovery is to be brave, be mm. bold, be courageous. Amen. 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 Wow. I would like to ask, lastly, if you have any advice for any of the listeners who would like to go into full-time mission ministry. <laughs> any advice for full-time ministry? Look, full-time ministry. I can only speak from 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 a personal personal experience. Yes. Full-time ministry, number one, you have to hear the voice of God. Yes. You cannot step out into full-time ministry personally and with my experience without hearing the voice of God. Don't step out because it's a nice thing to do, because it's an exciting thing to do, because this one done it, and look at that one done it. No, no, no. Don't do it because someone else done it. Do it because the Lord has spoken to you. Once you've heard His voice, you see, Peter said, Lord, put me to come. Mm-hmm. Under the waters, you see? And the Lord Jesus said, come. And when he said, come, Peter stepped out. Mm-hmm. And he began to, he stepped out on the word and the voice of God. 
So when it comes to full-time ministry, the first thing is you have to know that you've heard his voice. And so I would say that is the most important thing if somebody really wants to go into into full-time ministry. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Robin, for joining us tonight. You know, in the intro, I said a dynamic man of God. And for those of us that are excited and would like to, you know, follow you and your videos and just what you are doing for God, where can we find you on social media? Well, you can find me on, on social media, Facebook, it's Robin Weber. Or if you, you know, if anybody is trapped in addiction or something like that, you can always catch my number, our church. Uh, we have uh, rehabilitation centers in Pretoria and one in yesterday and one in 40. So these people that need help, you can, you can check out my number. Is I think, on my profile on Facebook and you can get to connected to me um, via that. You know, we, mm-hmm. we um, my, like my pastor always says, we always say no mother gave birth to a drug addict. Mm. So, if you if you have a problem, if you wanna if you want, if you need help, you can get connected to me via via Facebook or, or WhatsApp or yeah. Okay. That's about it. Awesome, awesome. Thank you awesome. so much, Robin, for taking time out of your evening to speak with us this evening. Mm, it was absolutely no amazing. It was Thank blessed. You. I'm encouraged. Zoe, how are you feeling? I'm encouraged. Feeling, Zoe's I speechless. Am, <laughs> I really am. I am very encouraged. I feel like. Thank you. Um, drug addiction does sleep through the youth, and this was a very relevant message for them, mm. especially when you ask that question, Inga, about people who feel like they are in a bit of a hopelessness and they don't think their life has any value. Mm. And then you encourage them by saying that there is someone out there who loves you who would be devastated yes. if something ever happened to you. I think that's a message that a lot of people forget. But thank you so much Amen. for joining us this evening. Mr. Thank you for Peter. having me. Our pleasure was all ours. Good night. Bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye. Wow. <laughs> With that, all we can say is, wow, that was absolutely amazing. For those of you that didn't catch that, you can catch Robin on Facebook at Robin Weber, which is R-O-B-I-N. W-E-B-E-R. You can connect with him via messenger. If you would just like to reach out to somebody, if you are struggling, he will connect you with his church and a rehabilitation. He said they have a restoration mm. center. So you can just get, get him on Facebook and co- reach out to him, connect with him. If you are that person who has nobody to talk to and you feel like you're in an impossible situation and this interview really just moved you, we encourage you to reach out to somebody. Mm, indeed. Are you living in a sectional title, homeowners association, or other shared living arrangement like a retirement village and have a dispute you are unable to resolve? There are cheaper ways than going to court, and you don't need a lawyer to get it sorted. Welcome to CSOS. How can we help you? Talk to us. The Community Schemes Ombud Service. The Ombud for all community schemes in South Africa. Visit csos.org.za for affordable, reliable justice. CSOS, an entity of the Department of Human Settlements. One eighty degrees on I am youth movement. One eighty degrees on Radio Cape Pulpit seven to nine AM. Mystery Bible Quiz. Bible Quiz.
Yes, you heard it right. We It is time for the Mystery Bible Quiz. Ooh. The evening where we need to put our thinking caps on, get your Bible, get your Google. Mm. So, get it ready. <laughs> the question for tonight goes like this. I thought, okay, let me not let you guys, you know, think too much. Mm. Maybe so we will. I see the steam coming out of her head. You must know. You must know. I'm ready. <laughs> so the question put tonight goes like this: How many brothers did Joseph have? Hmm. How many brothers did Joseph have? You can send through the answer to oh eight one seven two nine one six five seven. That's oh eight one seven two nine one six five seven. Follow us on Facebook today. I am radio. How many brothers did Joseph have? How many did he have, Inger? Now, you know me. I don't like to keep you in suspense. Yes. I know Zoe says that, then she still goes on explaining <laughs> things. <laughs> but I don't like to keep you in suspense. Joseph had 12 brothers. Woo! When oh. Zoe doesn't give me hand claps. There we go. <laughs> so, for all of you who got it correctly, well done, well done. You can give yourself a pat on the back. And now we are going to go into our happy health tip. Health Tips How to be happy in your health It's not just about being healthy, it's about being happy Should be quite interesting Chocolates are the true source of happiness Ah, indeed they are And I will say it each and every week Mm -hmm. Chocolates are the true source of happiness (laughs) So we are focusing on wellness tips for healthy living So today I'm going to give you a few tips and you might have heard it before. Mm. If you did hear one or two of these, just see it as a reminder or just see it as confirmation that we know you haven't been doing it. So Mm -hmm. you should do it. Exactly. (laughs) So number one, soak up some sunshine. Yes. Step outside, let the warm sunshine hit your skin within reason. Mm -hmm. Be sure to use some suntan lotion. Yes. The vitamin D helps fight off diseases. And also, natural bright sunlight can ignite feelings of happiness and help with depression. Yeah. I actually didn't know that. Yeah, no, I, I've heard about that. That's mm. one of the reasons I hear that British people love, like, South Africa and Cape Town. Because they have, like, no sun there. Yeah, yeah. true. I went, to, I went to London once. Yes. And the first trip, so I first had to stop in Dubai, where mm-hmm. it was, like, 32 degrees. Oof. Then I went to London and it was like minus three degrees. <gasps> How were they even alive over <laughs> there? <laughs> this was, and I'm telling you, I was in grade 11 and I had a host family. Okay? This, the temperature went up. It was minus three. So it went up to five degrees. Oh, wow. And they took and me to up. the beach. I'm like, what? what must I do? <laughs> collect ice. What, what must happen at the beach at five degrees? Ooh, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> when it gets to 10 degrees, the beach is not seeing me. <laughs> five. And one last story about that. My host family, the daughter told me um, they had a heat wave, so they had to stay home. So I asked her, how much was it? She says 25 degrees. What? I'm like, that's like a normal day for us. like a normal day. Like, that's not a heat wave. <laughs> I'm genuinely worried for them. How are they alive? And then they had to come to South Africa wow. in the next two years. They must have fainted. <laughs> oh, but they say they enjoyed it. Number two, let's move on. Number two, take a walk. A simple walk can improve circulation and boost your mood. Now, this is true. I can vouch for that. That is very, very true. 
A walk can potentially lead to a new joyful interaction, experience or observation. Even better, walking can reduce aging and increase lifespan. Now tomorrow Ooh. I'm going to see everyone on the street. Yes, as we should. <laughs> Number three, spend time with nature. Slow down, smell the roses hmm. and watch the rain. Listen to birds sing and let the wind hit your hair. Spend time with nature, appreciate it and take every moment in to feel connected with it. Number four, listen to music. Music can change your state of mind. It can get you on your feet and it can take you to new and old places. No, this is very true. Yeah. You know, before I was, um, like right now, I, I, I can say I've come a long way with music. Mm-hmm. In high school, I, music, it has the ability to change your mood and so what you're true. singing over yourself. Yes. And if you're not very careful, it mm-hmm. really has. I had an album. I literally had a playlist on my phone called Senti Playlist. So whenever I wanted to feel a little bit sick, You had it there <laughs> and it was ready. And I, I asked myself, why do you have this playlist? Mm-hmm. And I deleted it. Yeah. And then I had um, a playlist, Senti playlist, and then one next level Senti. Like this is oh real Senti. Oh, I don't know. Oh, guys. That's so Luckily, funny. I'm delivered from that. <laughs> Number five, read a book. Escape into a new world through a good book. Relax and enjoy some time alone with just you and a book. Number six, socialize with others. Spend quality time with other people to listen to their experiences. Share your own experiences with them and enjoy experiences together. Mm, mm. I love that. It says embrace the company. Ooh. Express gratitude, number seven. Each day, take a moment to think of something you are grateful for. Acknowledge, welcome, and don't take for granted the positive aspects of life. That make you happy. Hmm. So that's like a check-in kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. And the your f- blessings vibes. Yes. And the final one, number eight. Try something new. Ooh. A new hobby, restaurant. Thank you. Yes. Book, TV show, or song can open the door to a new world of possibilities. Personal growth and increased happiness can result from exploring new things. Hmm. I like that last one. Try yeah. something new. I actually like all the things you mentioned because mm. you can do them all at the same time. Like you can soak up sunshine while taking a walk out in the nature, listening to music, or even like when you get somewhere, you read that book and you're with mm. your friends. It's like, it's all, you could potentially do it all in one sitting and killing one bird with one, with two stones. With a hundred, killing a hundred birds. Yes. Okay, don't kill birds. But no, no. Yeah. <laughs> metaphors, guys, metaphors, please. Don't try something new by going hunting, please. That's not what we're saying here. <laughs> That's not what we're saying. Yeah. Oh my goodness. This has been such a fun day. I know. And like, I don't believe I blinked and it's almost eight o'clock right? already. We're at the bottom of the hour so soon. Mm. It's amazing. It's fantastic. I'm so glad that we had such a great interview today. Yes. Yeah, it was. I really love these stories of hope because I feel like, especially in these times, it's always good to have any little bit of shred mm. of hope you can give the people because it's very needed. Yeah, it's yeah. very needed and very necessary. Yes. So thank you guys for listening tonight. And if you guys were really inspired, you know where to find Robin Weaver on Facebook. You know you have that health tips to practice out. Mm-hmm. You know you can go listen to Rugrats. <laughs> um, and this has been 180 Degrees. Signing out.